You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. The future of radio. The future of radio. The future of radio is here. Funemploymentradio.com. That show is like five, ten years old. How old is that show? Ten years? It's about 15 15 years. years. No, no, it's the fourth season, so I'd say it's about. The current season I'm watching is about 10 years old. Yeah, that's that's too long to be just now singing the uh, theme song, and that theme song is terrible too, by the way. Oh, yes, I I, I am not that's disputing. That's one of the worst theme songs I've ever heard. It's pretty bad. Maybe we should and, let the people decide. I'll, I'll play it here in a minute. Yeah, uh, Maybe not. I have it pulled up. No, well, because they need to should. know it's relevant. If you're talking about it's it not and saying relevant. it's the worst thing ever, then we need to know there's if other people n- feel the same way. There's nothing relevant about it, and I am a theme song aficionado. Uh, what is that going on there? Sorry, we were having a little bit of technical difficulties. Yeah. I, th- I think it's because I moved. Uh, I redid some chords down there. Hmm. Oh, I'm not sure. That could be all right. All right. Well, I'll cut that out in the podcast. All right. Um, anyway, <laughs> hello and welcome to Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah Stillen. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in. Go to funemploymentradio.com/slash/contest where you can enter for your chance. To win tickets to go see Willie Nelson. And we've already gotten some submissions. Which are awesome. I just posted one of them on our Facebook page. Did you? Nice. Yes. I did indeed. So the uh, contest has to do with, uh, well, it's called Put a Braid on It. Mm -hmm. And so essentially what we want you to do is grab any bandana and you can fashion braids out of whatever you want. And people have been very creative so far. Uh, And just uh, take a picture of putting those braids on something. And that's really all you got to do. That's So it's put a braid on it, and then you can win tickets to go see Willie Nelson. And why wouldn't you want to win tickets to go see Willie Nelson? <laughs> why would Dude's you not? Dude's a legend. Um, sorry, is it, are you still hearing that? Yeah, I'm still hearing it okay. in, my, in my left channel. In your left channel. Let me see if I can figure out what the hell is going on there. Okay, because I don't, I don't believe it's the, yeah, the headphones. Apologies to you listening live, because I will be editing this. We're having a little bit of a problem. Okay, I think... Nope, there that it is, is again. That is weird. What, the what is, going is going on, on there? Yeah, because if we're both hearing the same thing, it's obviously not our headphones. Yeah, it's not that. So yeah. Okay. Well, let's uh, let's go along with it, and we'll we'll see if it uh, continues on. Mm-hmm. Here. Okay. So anyway, um, yeah. So the contest is to go and put uh, put the braids on something. Yes. And then send in a picture of that, and then you can get a chance to win a pair of tickets to go see Willie Nelson September sixth at the Sleep Country Amphitheater. Yes. Am- what did you say? Sleep Country Amphitheater. Amphitheater. Yeah. Isn't it amphitheater? Amphitheater? I don't think so. <laughs> I think it's amphitheater. Amphitheater? Yeah. No, I don't believe so. It's amphitheater. Look how it's look how it's spelled. Let's see here. Let's see if I'm wrong. <laughs> we'll we'll take a look here and see if I'm wrong right, on I'm this. I'm looking right now. It's an amphitheater. Amphitheater. Like, amp, like sound. Anyway, as we were saying, the uh, contest you can uh, you can send in the pictures. Yes, you can. Putting a braid on it. Yes. So um. Um. So anyway, I've been listening to Felicity. And I cannot stop listening. It, it is the worst song, and I cannot get it out of my head. It's a theme song for... If anyone is, hasn't heard me talk about this, Felicity stars Carrie Russell. It came out in 1998. It's a J.J. Abrams show, which doesn't seem like a J.J. Abrams show because it's all about like a young girl moving into New York City and following like the love of her life and all of the hijinks she gets into as she's an art student in I love New how York. we're recapping a uh, 14-year-old show. You don't want to give mm-hmm. away any spoilers on Don't want to give away any spoilers. Oh, I will no. be giving away some spoilers. Oh, some spoilers. Though. So, J.J. Abrams... What else? J.J. Abrams Lost. has done... Yeah. He did Lost. Lost. He did Cloverfield. Right. Yeah. J.J. Uh, Abrams is... I think he's what he does... Um, the new Star Trek. Yeah, the new Star Trek. Mm-hmm. What's that other one with him and Joshua Jackson? 
It begins with an F. I don't know, but it sounds terrible already. No, it's amazing. Fringe? Fringe, yes. Okay, Fringe. No, I have not seen Fringe. Yeah. It's pretty good. I mean, it, I, I only watched the first pretty few good, Is it pretty good by Felicity standards? No, no, or it's, is it's pretty, pretty good it's by... It's more like science-y... It's, it's science-y mystery kind okay. of thing. So, I mean, I think, this is, I think Felicity is basically the only thing that J.J. Abrams has done like Felicity that I'm aware of. But I have to say, it is the worst song I have ever heard for the beginning of a show. So yeah. I just kind of want to play it a little bit just so that people understand because I know all the words to this now because I've been powering through Felicity okay. which by the way just got completely crazy the other day. Oh yeah, I think that's it. I think that's it. No, I don't think it is. Okay. Well, um, so this is the opening for Felicity that I can't get out of my head. Can you This is absolutely awful, and this is coming from someone who's a TV theme song aficionado. I'll tell you right now. It is pretty, pretty bad. That's absolutely horrible. Under my, um, I just looked it up under my iTunes right here. I have, under TV show theme songs, 227 songs. I have quite the collection of TV show theme songs. I have to say, that is awful. Um, that is one of the worst ones I've ever heard. New version of you. I need a new version of me. Yeah, no, that's uh, that's absolutely terrible. And it's all like intertwined with a bunch of you know stuff from Felicity. You know, as she's growing older and wiser, and it shows her with all of her different loves and projects and stuff. It's so bad. But I'm almost done with it, and then I never have to think about it again. A la Ghost Whisperer, a la Brothers and Sisters. Do you feel like you're completing something? Yes, I'm a completist when it comes to shitty TV shows. Mm-hmm. I've talked. You about really this. are. Yeah. I really am. Yeah. I'm powering through. I have kind of. I. I have to say, it lost my interest. Mm-hmm. There are 22 episodes in season four, the final season of Felicity. Uh, episode 17, after Ben has impregnated a woman who's moving to Arizona and Ben's going to Arizona to be with her and Felicity's going to school because she decides she wants, she wants to be a doctor after being an art student the whole time. So after episode 17, I'm like, all right, there's still five more episodes. I don't know if I have to finish this, but I have to finish it. But then J.J. Abrams is an evil genius and he did exactly what you could do, which uh, can make things a little more interesting. Which is throwing a time travel element into a show about a girl going to college. Seriously? I shit you not. So the, there's a, a common um, roommate throughout the entire thing. So there's uh, the girl Felicity and her roommate Megan, who's Wiccan. And she practices witchcraft. And she always does like these random little spells every now and again, you know, intermittently throughout the season. So, I mean, she's been her roommate since freshman year. Seriously? They turn it into a witch that... No, no, so, that sounds like somebody who was very bored with the series and really wanted it to get over and, and was like, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to throw in a fucking time machine. Uh-huh. This will fuck this up. This will like get it canceled. It. You can tell... No, you can tell that it was already canceled because episode 17 is when everything's like wrapping itself up in a nice little bow and you could tell that that is the episode when they probably got word that, they, that there wasn't going to be another season mm-hmm. because immediately in episode 18, it flashes forward like... Um, I don't know, like a number of months. One of the main characters, spoiler, Elena, dies in a car accident. And they don't, it just shows them, you know, it starts with the episode. Like, obviously, it's like, all right, well, our budget's getting smaller, so we have to get rid of one of the cast members immediately. So they kill off one of the main cast members immediately. Like, they're all attending her funeral. Then um, Felicity walks in on seeing, you know, her boyfriend, Ben, kissing another girl. And she realizes that she made a mistake 
by picking Ben instead of Noel because her heart's always been torn in two directions. So she's talking to her Wiccan roommate and she's like, gosh, that one t- that one night that I spent with Noel, if I could just go back there and pick him instead of Ben, then my night would, you know, then my life would be as good as it would. And J.J. Abrams is like, oh, I'm going to make this magical. So Megan and her magical witch powers sends Felicity back in time. So she's like basically back in her sophomore year. And uh, she picks Noel instead of Ben and hijinks and Sue and Elena's not dead. And it's just, it is the weirdest fucking thing. If she's a witch, how come she couldn't prevent somebody from dying before? I don't, well, I think that she just found her because she tries to talk to past Megan. Because she's like, Megan, you sent me back. I'm from the future. Like, you get together with so-and-so and all this stuff. And, and Megan doesn't believe her. Shockingly, mm-hmm. doesn't believe her. She doesn't believe that Felicity came from the future. Mm-hmm. To try and correct her past mistakes. Right. But now Felicity's stuck in the past. Mm-hmm. There are only two episodes left. Well, what sweet. Is going she's to stuck happen? in the past. She knows what's going to happen. Then she's she's on she top does. of the world. That's when you instantly start placing bets on things. Well, she does, but that's a, but Felicity's not like that. Okay. Why not? Like, I would has, be I would be exactly she has like higher moral standards than you do. I would be just like Biff in Back to the Future. If I got that book of like the sports book, I would do, pff, I'd be placing bets all over the place. Well, now you know everything isn't as what it seems. I'd invest all of my money in Apple or Microsoft. Mm-hmm. Yep. See, I would. I, that's how I would do it. You take advantage of it. You have a gift. You don't sit there and worry about who's getting together with you. You have bigger things to worry about it at that point. It is pretty funny because like, she's... Like, that's her main thing. She goes back in time, and that's what she's most concerned no, and she with. Seems... Don't get together with Toby. But I have to say, like, the way that it's played in this, because she's always been, like, the, the little pixie, like, doe-eyed, like, everybody loves Felicity. But the way she's playing this... I you don't. Know, I, the, Felicity okay. sounds like the kind of girl I wouldn't like. Okay. But, uh, you know, when she goes back from the future, she comes in and, like, now she's just, like, completely overbearing because she's mm-hmm. trying to fix everything from the past. And basically, she's freaking everybody out. She alienates Noel because he's like, whoa, 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 crazy person. He's like, I don't think I want to be in a relationship with you. Tony says, uh, wait, it ends and she's actually in purgatory and she's been <laughs> dead the entire time. <laughs> Fuck you, Tony. That would be awesome if that's how it ended. Because that's probably right about when he was getting ready to start Lost or if mm. Lost was right at that crossover. So he's probably just testing the waters with it. He's like, well, fuck, I hate writing this show, but I got some really cool stuff I'm writing for Lost. I'm just going to throw it in Felicity and see if we can tank this and get started on Lost. It is weird. Like there have That's been, totally what it is. No, it's, it's four seasons of 22 episodes apiece. Like, so in the signed last, on for five more of these so fucking things. So he's done 83 episodes of normal Felicity. And then in the past, past, past <laughs> five episodes, he's like, let's throw time travel into it. So I'm watching this. I'm like, am I seriously watching time travel? And then the next episode starts as I'm because pa- I'm like, you know, I kind of listen to it as I'm painting. Cause I was working a dog painting last night and uh, I'm just like, so she's still in the past and it's, it's just really weird. Ah, good for him. Good for him to just start screwing things up. Okay, so Alias came after Felicity and then lost. So that must have been when he got his huge crush on Jennifer Garner, because since Felicity's back in the past, Jennifer Garner's character is back, and she's all... No, oh, Jennifer Garner was in Felicity? Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah, she plays uh, Noel's ex-girlfriend. She's weird. Sometimes I find her attractive. Sometimes she's just she looks too manish. I don't... I think she looks pretty in some of her costumes in Alias, but she's just oh, yeah. kind of odd-looking. Yeah. Well... She, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. It's uh, every now and then I can find her attractive, but uh, and that's of course my basis for judging if she's a good actress or not. Of course, yes. Oh, Nipple says I'm surprised there isn't a smoke monster in those smoke monster in those last few episodes. I don't know. I still have two to go. Yeah, two to go, and then I'm done. So I will let you know. Uh, I could imagine a smoke monster coming out. Well, it's possible. Yeah, it's entirely possible. It is. Well, um, 
Because, I mean, that is absolutely the one of the worst theme songs that I've ever heard yeah. for a TV show theme song. What's your favorite TV show theme song of all time? Oh, either Game of... No, Game of Thrones. You know, I'd have to say True Blood. True Blood? True Blood is my favorite, I would have to say. It's it's not bad. I told it's you, I have awesome. quite a collection. Unless it's unless it's come out in like the last year. I, don't, I haven't updated my collection for a while. When you came in the air yeah, that's a pretty good one. But what about the? You have to like segment it though between that. Like, what about like a sitcom, like a like a, a regular television show, like a sitcom? Like, what would you quantify to be a sitcom? Um, you know, a sitcom is something like Two and a Half Men. That's a sitcom. You know, your your standard comedian comedy filmed in front of a live studio audience. Hmm. Like that that version of a. So not like HBO shows. Not HBO shows. Yeah, because HBO, they kind of they've they've taken it to a whole new level recently. But I mean, something more, uh, you know, family ties. I know which one I want. Except for like, does it matter if there are already songs beforehand, or do they have to be? Yeah. See, now this is something. This is good. This you learn a lesson in the song. In thirty seconds, you learn an entire lesson about what's going on. Bet we've been together. For a million years, and I bet we'll be. That's your part right there. For a million more. Oh, it's like I started breathing on the night we kissed, and I, I kissed this. Family Ties? Did you never watch Family no. Ties? You never watched Family Ties with Michael P. Keaton? <laughs> Alex P. Keaton, excuse did me. It have, uh, Michael Patrick J. Fox, Duffy? Alex Alex P. Keaton. No, it did not have TV's Patrick Duffy. Um, let's see, who all was in? Meredith Baxter Burney. Oh, she plays my she favorite was the mom. mother of dead daughters in many Lifetime movies. Oh yeah, well Justine Bateman and uh, Tina, Tina, what's her name? Tina Yothers. Yeah, Tina Yothers. Yeah. <laughs> Whenever was I a good think one. of Tina Yothers, I think of Rick being obsessed with her. Oh, speaking of TV's pa- Patrick Duffy. Because you make it better the second time around because it shows that, you know, families of divorced kids are just as normal right. as, you know, kids who no, it wasn't aren't bad. from divorce. It wasn't, it wasn't bad. And then there was, a, you know, because there was that one and then that was probably on the same time as... as uh, Family Matters. As with uh, the, the Hogan family. Wasn't the Hogans? Wasn't that on about that time with Sandy Duncan and her crazy glass left Hogan's. eye? What? That had uh, Jason Bateman in it. That's where I first found out about Jason Bateman was from uh, from that show. No. From the Hogans? Oh, yeah. Sandy Duncan and their crazy glass eye. Still, though, I say the best theme song. Isn't that a name of a band, Sandy Duncan's Glass Eye? It is, yeah. 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 One of the best names ever. The best TV theme song of all time is pretty simple, actually. It's, uh, oops, sorry. Uh, It's uh, really, I've, I've never found anything that can quite top this. It's the greatest thing of all time. Streaks on the china, never met her before. Who cares when you drop kick your jacket as you came through the door? No one glares, but sometimes things get How many times do I have to hear you play this? No one's bad. All hands look out below. 
there's a change in the status quo. Whoa, whoa, gonna need all the help that you can get. According to our new arrival, life is more than mere survival. We just might live the good life yet. God, that just reminds me of your phone. I've Mr. Belvedere, so it is times. the greatest theme song that has ever been created, and there is really no competition for it. All right, what about this one? Wait for it. Oh, God. No. Everyone knows this song. Huh? No, not everyone knows this song. I did not watch Gummy Bears when I was a kid. That must have been right on that cusp when children's television programming became terrible. Well, you are in a different age bracket than me. With a, a good one, then. I'm hardly in a different age bracket. But as kids, I have to say that one, that was that's absolutely terrible. Jessica's in the chat. Hi, Jessica. Yeah, I'm telling you, that is an absolute terrible, terrible TV theme song. Well, it's not terrible, but it's it's just it's not the same thing. And besides that, that's Saturday morning kids shows. That's not a sitcom. Therefore, it's out of the category and does not apply. Mr. Belvedere Says still who? wins. Says who? Well, by the categories, obviously. There's different categories of TV theme songs. I have them divided up in my uh, in my iTunes. You always just play Mr. Belvedere. That because Mr. Belvedere it. is the best, and that's there's really no question about that. And at certain points, you just have to go to the to the top dog, and then you can figure out who's second. Just because you say something's true doesn't make it true. No, it's pretty. It's pretty much true. I would say. I would say everybody's pretty much in agreement with that. That uh, Mr. Belvedere is probably the greatest uh, sitcom TV theme song of all time. I mean, Alf is pretty good. Alf is good. That I had that for my ringtone. Punky Brewster. Punky Brewster's pretty good. Punky Brewster was good. Punky Brewster. You mean Punky Brewster? I'm telling you, I've got pretty much everything in here. I, be, I was strangely obsessed with this for a long time. Maybe the world is blind Or just a little unkind Okay, another one, though, I will say that it's pretty good, and we'll, we'll get off of I this subject my, here pretty no, no, quick. No, 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 but wait, you... No, we can't get off of it just because you say the oh, Mr. Bill... Well, I kind of have the best ones going on no, here, don't. so... What about this one? This is one of my favorites. Yeah. Again, though, not a, not a sitcom. Yes, it is. This is not a sitcom. What is it? Matlock, that's TV drama. Except in front of a live studio audience. No, it is not. Matlock is not filmed in front of a live studio audience. Matlock is along the lines of Murder, She Wrote and Perry Mason. Different. Different style. Totally different thing. Um, The last one that I have... Murder, She Wrote wasn't a sitcom. Well, it was kind of funny because everywhere that lady went, somebody died. I mean... You want to stay the fuck away from Angela Lansbury. (laughs) This is the last one I'm going to play. Because it does tie into something else that I discovered. There's an online game of this. Greg is doing a really weird dance in here right now. When TV he's was biting. Good. He's like doing the white man like overbite. Dancing. I'm not doing the white man yes, overbite. Just did you went. Feeling it is what I'm doing. Yeah. Standing 
Singing to bad songs day? Amazing songs, you mean? I'll tell you what, I will do an entire uh, show just with TV show theme songs. No, that's okay. Absolutely. Uh, I'm going to do that probably next week. No. Nothing's going to stop me now. Done. Nothing can top that. Perfect Strangers, did you know that there's actually a Perfect Strangers uh, video game online? No. That you can play. It is amazing. It's uh, you play as I think you play as either Balky or Larry, and you run through this, <laughs> you run down this magical lane, and you uh, end up meeting up with the girls, and you uh, you try to you try to accomplish different things. It's it's pretty amazing. It is a fun game. I'll post it online later. What are you? What is all this later? I'm going to do that later, and then I'll do this later, and then I'll do that later. Yeah, yeah. I'm just saying. <laughs> All right, there we go. I'm done. I'm, I'm done playing any of my themes. Like, I can't talk about my favorite shows because I was rich and had Nickelodeon. I know. Well, you and your mansion, your mansion in the sky yes. with your Nickelodeons and all that uh, amazing stuff. Some of us were stuck with syndicated television on uh, on terrestrial channels. We didn't have the cable growing up, so you know, I learned to appreciate uh, appreciate a good theme song because I heard that song probably eight thousand times growing up. So now it's ingrained in me, and I have to either like it or I would hate myself. And that's the bottom line. Um, so there we go. I have no idea what that is. but <gasps> I just thought of one of the best ones, and then we're done. And then we're done. Greg, are you going to play something or? Yes. Okay. Well, obviously that didn't work out. Do you know what this one is? You probably might. You might not. I have no idea. Is this like Power Rangers or some? Oh, I thing? wish. Good call. No, I've never seen the Power Rangers, and I'm happy for that. I'm happy for myself for that. Power Rangers came out after I stopped watching children's programming, and uh, I thankfully escaped my life without having to hear that. So, what is this? This is Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Ah, uh, yeah, I didn't watch that. Either. Nerf Herder. I know that uh, ruins any kind of credibility I have with some people. I don't. I, I just. I couldn't do it. I do like Nerf Herder. Okay, well, there we go. There we go. There we go. That's uh, So anyway, I'm almost done with Felicity, mm-hmm. tying it back to, to basics yes. there. It is so awful. I'm mm-hmm. watching a time travel show now. I I like time travel, but I wasn't sold a time travel show. Yeah. Now I've been watching. I just want to see the fucking series end, and now I'm watching a time travel show. I, I thought you would like that. I would figure that's something that you would if enjoy they had, that. If they had interspliced some time travel throughout yeah. the entire fucking series, then maybe I'd appreciate it. I think that's awesome. Good but, for him. You know what? It's just like J.J. Abrams to take a series, make it really good, and then suck at the fucking end. (laughs) Not a closer. Not necessarily a closer. J.J. Abrams is not a closer. He is the fucking LeBron James of uh, TV show making. Well, not anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, he didn't close that shit. Well, okay. We'll give it that. I'm fine with that one. Um, Yeah. I, I, I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. 
I, mm-hmm. I, if it were me, maybe I would just stop watching it. I can't now. I can't. Like, I, I wanted to. Like, I actually was watching something. I was listening to music for a while last night, so I'm like, this is pissing me off. Is this like a job interview where you just, you're too much of a completist? You have to see the work. Through. I just work too hard. You work too hard. I work I'm too much hard. of a perfectionist, you know. And I just, I'm just I, so perfect. I, I just sometimes I put, uh, I put the job in front of anything in my personal life, and I have to, I have to finish what I start. Mm-hmm. And I'm, you know, I'm sorry if that's, if this isn't the kind of company for that. Sometimes you know, I'll have to stay up all night out. to make sure that you know the job gets done. Mm-hmm. Right, and that's including finishing your television programs. Mm-hmm. You should put that on your resume, actually. Do you know what I've been wanting to do is write a summary or like start a blog or something of my summations of because I've watched so many shitty TV shows. Mm-hmm. I wish I could just give you like a one page summation on everything that happens in the TV show so that people don't have to watch it. Yeah, well, mm-hmm. that's not a that's not a terrible idea. Mm-hmm. I think uh, most people probably wouldn't watch it to begin with, but nonetheless, I think this. Hey, would, this no, could be good. Don and I are bonding right now because Don is powering through all of Dawson's Creek. Oh God. So we're on the same like TV wavelength right now. I'm watching The Wire. So oh, bloody freaking da! It's quite the same. <laughs> it's right along the same lines. Well, you know what? After I'm done with this, I'm going to go ahead and catch up on uh, Drop Dead Diva. Yeah, you're welcome. Well, keeping it classy. Yeah, keeping it classy. Well, there we go. Uh, once again, thank you everyone for tuning in to Fun Employment Radio. Go to funemploymentradio.com slash live where you can subscribe to the live stream. And why wouldn't you want to? <laughs> and why wouldn't you? Uh, so. <laughs> Uh, taking a look here uh, in the chat there, did you realize that you were being turned into a meme? Oh, by Keelan? Yes. Yes. I love this idea. We will get make sure that this gets posted somewhere, too. Uh, Sarah did work at Big Ass Sandwiches. Do you know how many memes of me were posted? Oh, well, that's it's all right. I'll, be, I'll resurrect them. That's fine. No, there's no re- there's no need to mm-hmm. do that. Um, but uh, I'm just saying it's it's nice to see fair play where where you are being turned into a meme as well. What, where your bully roommate is making a mm-hmm. meme of me? Now, Every- when you type Greg Nibbler into Google, meme is one of the first <laughs> things that comes up. It's a lot better than it used to be. It used to be Greg Nibbler and then it'd fill out with divorce. <laughs> that's seriously, when you, when you used to Google my name, that's what it would fill out with. Meme is of much all better things. than divorce. It's so much better. I was like, really? Is it that big of a thing that that's what people are searching for? Why are people searching about that? And then you felt kind of good about yourself, right? Where you're like, yeah, that's right. No, not really, because that's not really they were just like, They were looking to see if you were single. That's a nice thing. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, I like your like, spin on it, whether it's true or not. No, I'm going to go with that that's spin. That's exactly what I would think. I'm going to go with that spin on it. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it <laughs> I always thought that was funny. I'm just like, wow, really? That's quite the uh, quite the way to fill it out there. But yes, no, now it is me. Well, there we go. I have to tell you. So I was on uh, the Facebooks yesterday, and there's this uh, there's this guy that I'm friends with that was a coworker of a friend um, a long time ago, and I've kept him on because he's moderately entertaining. He just posts, you know, like he has ups and downs, and he's always just like desperately like hitting on women online just, on yeah, Facebook on, on the Facebook. like on posts on. Po- he oh, is he one of those guys that comments on girls' posts and be like, yeah, you're looking... And, and do it in a serious way, not just like a pervy, funny way? No, this is... That's the kind of thing he posts. How gross is that? Oh, wow. Okay, read that one. Read what that just says oh, right there. It's really It's just a blank, me. a black screen with white lettering that says... I can't even read it out loud. You gotta, you gotta read it out loud. Read it so that okay. people know. Well, all right, so this guy posts things... All, all over. Okay. You got to read it. Okay, okay. He wrote this thing that says, if you kiss my neck, dot, 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 it's done. We're fucking. It's so creepy. <laughs> oh, 
it's so like rapey and not romantic. <laughs> That's absolutely horrible. Yeah, it's horrible. And so I noticed that there's this one girl, and I will just say her name is Julie. If you kiss my neck, where it's done, we're fucking. <laughs> Wow. See, I, How aggressive is that? Well, and it's once again that case where people forget that everything that you post online is there forever. So mm-hmm. that guy at some point is going to be applying for a job somewhere and someone could do a search and see that's what he has to say. And I'm going to guess there's going to be some actual extra uh, sexual harassment training for that gentleman. Well, and he um, wrote um, on top of adding that picture on top of it, he wrote, try me, winky face emoticon. So there's this one girl named Julie, and young Julie seems to have a comment on every one of his uh, creepy posts. Like like he posts, like for example, of course life is a bitch. If it was a slut, it would be easy. Oh wow! Winky face emoticon. Wow. He also wrote, "When you start to miss me, remember I didn't walk away. You left me." Okay. So there's this woman. Who comments on all of it is just like, oh, you so hot, daddy. <laughs> like, running over. You so hot, daddy? Yes. So, really? Thank the gods. Who is this? Who is this young lady? Her name. Oh, I mean, you can't give her name out. Okay. Well, I mean, I'll just say her first name. Her name's uh, Julie. Okay. Her nickname is Juicy Julie. <laughs> I am not kidding. Juicy Julie, that sounds like a. That sounds. Like a juggalette name. Yeah. I'm just saying Juicy Julie and Thick Ass Judy, a.k.a. the Clown Juicer. The Clown Juicer and Juicy Julie. Holy shit. This is your soulmate. Okay. Well, this she, is your partner in crime. You need to meet up with this girl so you can go out and She's the on one who's clowns. like commenting on that horrific picture that he wrote. Uh-huh. And, and you're like putting like a little winky face back and be like, sounds good. I'm like, who is this girl? So I clicked on Juicy Julie's um, <laughs> Facebook page. And Juicy Julie has a lot of favorite quotations. And she's also a member of a lot of different groups. So I wanted to kind Let of Let this share. be a lesson to everyone. Make sure your Facebook page is private. I just checked mine today. Yeah. <laughs> so um, Juicy Julie, let me just read you a couple, a, a couple of her favorite quotations. Okay. First one is, be with someone who knows what they have when they have you, not when you're gone. <laughs> also, a wise girl... Kisses but doesn't love, listens but doesn't believe, and leaves before she's left. That's that's what a wise girl does. <laughs> that's her. That that's like the rotation. worst advice ever. That's the advice for a slut. That's what that is. And then this one it is all in capitals. <laughs> that's, that's horrible advice. Words that should never be fucked with. <laughs> I love you. <laughs> Wait, after she says, kiss but don't yes. love or whatever that listen but what what the hell is is it that she's saying? What is her advice? That is totally advice for. How to be a slut. Yeah. Words that should never be fucked with. I Once you. again, thick-ass Judy, a.k.a. the clown juicer, and Juicy <laughs> Julie need to be pals. Juicy Julie has also many activities and interests, if I may tell you about them. Her yeah. first one is Hello Kitty. The second one is Don't Take a Good Woman for Granted. Someday someone will come along and appreciate what you didn't. Third, all in one run-on sentence is I hate that you ruined my entire day, and I hate that somehow 90% of the time you're the only one that can make it better. I hate that I can't get you out of my head. I hate that I can't hate you. And most importantly, I hate that I'm in love with you. (laughs) (laughs) Another page she likes is... This chick, I kind of want to meet this chick now. Another page she likes is, press like if you agree to those who love their children care enough to discipline them. I don't need a man. Please love me. (laughs) 
She also is a member of the group Never Underestimate a Girl's Ability to Find Things Out. She's a fan of Kentucky Fried Chicken. <laughs> and also, if you hurt my daughter... Dude, is she a juggalette? No. She's also a member of the group uh, called If You Hurt My Daughter, I Will Make Your Death Look Like an Accident. Okay. She's single and she's female. She's single? <laughs> what? Mm-hmm. Actually, newly single. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I just found out. I'm looking. She went from being in a relationship to single. And uh, she says about it that uh, I love me and I'm not going to tolerate being accused of shit I didn't do. I am perfectly happy I'm a strong single woman. Awesome. Mm Mm-hmm. Awesome. Juicy Julie. I think, uh, obviously, yes, this is somebody I should be pursuing right now. Mm-hmm. I should be pursuing I think I found Juicy your soulmate. Um, it does sound like it. Two yeah. words, you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> she sounds just amazing. Just amazing. Absolutely, that's uh, somebody that I could picture taking home to my parents, mm-hmm. introducing her. Hi, Mom, this is, this is Julie, but sh- she prefers to be called Juicy. So... Um, if you can just get on board with that, I'd, I'd appreciate it a lot. Uh, by the way, this is her friend Thick Ass Judy, who's going to be uh, joining us today too, aka the Clown Juicer. The Clown Juicer is not going to be joining today. The Clown Juicer. <laughs> That's amazing. That's absolutely amazing. Yes, Juicy Julie. Um, I'm noticing something uh, people are talking about here in the chat really quick. Uh, apparently, uh, Jessica, our friend Jessica, whose 30th birthday it was over this weekend. Yes, it was. Who's now she is officially a cougar, was dancing with a with a young gentleman who apparently was quite turned on by the dancing oh. over the weekend. Yeah. Yeah. But a little bit of a dance floor boner going on. He had a dancing boner? A, oh, A dance my floor God. boner is what it sounds like. That's what it sounds like is what was happening there. That's that's just plain awkward. I mean, it's... <sighs> I'm not quite sure how... Uh... It's just uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. That's, that's just But dance floor boners? Dance floor boners, yeah. Yeah, that's generally not something that's probably going to, uh, probably going to uh, work out too well. No, I don't... Unless I... you're, unless, you know, unless you're 14 in... I don't believe that Jessica's really into dance floor boners. Well, I don't know. You don't know about that at all. Mm-hmm. I mean, maybe this is. I'm sorry. I was just getting inspired by a couple more of my friends' uh, comments, such as, I should have never cared, but I did care. I cared a lot, and I still fucking care. Well, that's certainly the way to uh, get a man to notice that comment and just be like, you know what? Hey. <laughs> no, this hey, is lady. the man. Okay. They write oh, back and forth to each other. Posting this This thing. is the one that was a friend of- uh, Well, this sounds like a burgeoning romance that's going to last very long and- and it's re- going to be completely rewards. easy breezy. Amazing rewards for both of them. They'll probably go on quiet picnics together. I'm going to imagine that's what happens. That's what they do is they, they read books and they discuss things and go, yeah, for a walk on the beach. Mm-hmm. That sounds like the kind of relationship. That's Maybe they've be just been that. waiting for the right person to open up to. Mm-hmm. It's not yes. our place to judge. Yes. It's their place to love. Mm-hmm. It's probably a gentleman who has a lot of dance floor boners, too. I'm going to imagine. <gasps> dance floor boners is not dance something. Dance floor boners. I just picture some creepy dance floor boner like silhouette. Well, I'm just saying that's kind of what uh, what happens. What happens out there? <laughs> Rick has a good one. It says uh, dance floor boner sounds like they would have opened up for sweaty nipples back in the day. That's true. Mm-hmm. That would go along well. I would go see a band called Dance Floor Boners. Well, maybe I wouldn't. I'm not sure if I would. Maybe that Probably could be a, a new Courage song. Dance floor boner. Uh-huh. Oh yeah, that could totally work. 
Speaking of which, that uh, well, I'm waiting for some confirmation on a couple of things, but may have an announcement coming up very soon in regards to Courage. Ooh. Yes, indeed. It's very exciting. That is very exciting. Very exciting. Well, uh, should we go from dance floor boners to ball talk? Seriously? Yeah. Well, it just seems like it's a fitting, a fitting tie-in. Seems like it kind of works. From boners to balls. Yep. Wow. And then we're gonna have to wrap it back into boobs. Don't I'm Greg Nibbler. Let's talk balls. All right. Got some pretty ample balls today. Really? Pretty virile. Pretty supple. Uh, but starting off with, we have to talk a little bit about some NBA news. So, uh, NBA news going on right now. There's some trades happening. The Houston Rockets have traded their uh, have traded Chase Buttinger, oh. Buttinger, however you say his name. I could never figure it out the right way, but mm-hmm. Chase Buttinger to the Minnesota Timberwolves for the 18th overall pick in the draft. That means the Houston Rockets now have the 14th, 16th, and 18th picks. In the NBA draft. That's pretty good. Yeah. It's three picks, three top 20 picks. Um, and the rumor is what they're going to try to do is make a push for Dwight Howard. Dwight Howard of really? the Orlando Magic. Probably, probably, you know, pretty much the best center in the league, I would say right now. Um, only has a year left on his contract with Orlando, and it's pretty much stated that he's not going to stay there. Mm-hmm. So Orlando's got to do something. But whether they're going to be willing to trade this or not, I don't know. And on top of that, Dwight Howard has pretty much stated he doesn't want to go to Houston. So... Houston's going to make a run at him and thinking that they can convince him to stay there over the next year. Probably not going to happen for you. Yeah. Houston. That's uh, that's kind of a tough you one. You can't just keep pretending that it's going to happen. Well. If he said no. And for Orlando, they may just take it if the if the deal's good enough to be like, all right, sweet, your problem now. See you later. We'll take uh, we'll take all those picks and we'll take uh, Kyle Lowry and we'll take, uh, yeah, we'll take whatever we want from you. Um, so, but, you know, more power for them. They're going to try to. That's staking a lot of confidence in the city of Houston that he can convince him that Houston is the place he wants to be. Okay. Um, moving on in ball talk, also Darren Williams is a free agent. Darren Williams is the point guard, kind of one of one of the premier free agents, if not the one in the NBA right now, meaning he can sign with whatever team he wants. Okay. Uh, the New Jersey Nets, or excuse me, the Brooklyn Nets now, are trying very hard to keep him, so much so that they went to his apartment where uh, it, it was his birthday. He turned 28 today. They went to his apartment with a giant truck with a billboard painted on it that said, Happy Birthday, Darren, from your Brooklyn family, and parked it out in front of his uh, apartment. Oh, that's either oh that sounds you know that's that's a nice move they're trying to really convince him or that screams we're desperate please don't leave us yes we, we love you a, so much it's like another one of those songs from Cleveland we have a brand new stadium to pay for and somehow really we we need you to stay here did we mention <laughs> that Jay Z's a part owner <laughs> that's kind of what it uh, screams like to me but we'll see what happens oh we'll did see. you see that Jay Z's wife is causing a little bit of a kerfuffle in the news. Why? What did she do? Because of her association with Kim Kardashian. What? What? What's the kerfuffle? Is that all of her fans? All uh, Beyonce's... Oh, just because she's hanging out with... Yeah. Because they think that she's lowering her standards. Well... It's true. I mean... Well, yeah, she is. But sometimes you can't help who your husband or boyfriend's best friend is. Well, that's the thing. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. what choice does she have? Like, Kanye and Jay-Z hang out. She's going to have to. No, I'm not going to hang out with her. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think there's too much choice in in that matter. Um, Moving on to ball talk. Speaking of, well, not Kanye, but entertainers of sorts. So... I don't. I, I hadn't actually talked about this in ball talk yet, and there was uh, so on June fourteenth, 
There was that brawl in New York that had to do with Chris Brown and Drake. Mm-hmm. I think you talked about that in World of Crazy, maybe, or, yeah, or we talked or about the, it. Yeah, I at think some that point. we might have talked about it at some point. Yeah. So uh, Drake and Chris Brown got into their entourages, got into a fight at uh, allegedly over Rihanna because now Drake's having sex with Rihanna and Chris Brown was blah 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 Rihanna town whore um, <laughs> and Drake and Chris Brown their entourage has got into a fight and there were bottles being thrown and people got hit and one of the bystanders of that who ac- who wasn't there with either of them but happened to be at the nightclub was Tony Parker Tony Parker of the San Antonio Tony Spurs Parker. Yes, the French point guard, who's actually really, really good. Ex-Mr. Longoria, correct? Ex-Mr. Eva Longoria. Yeah. True. Um, But one of the things that happened while that was going on was there was a bottle thrown, and a shard of glass went into Tony Parker's eye. Fucking fuck, that's a nightmare. I believe it was was actually embedded into his eye. It penetrated, says, uh, 99% of his left eye. Oh. So the glass was in there. It, it uh, sliced the cornea and went into the eye. He had to have it removed from a doctor, and the doctor said that he almost lost his eye over it, over this issue. My God. Yeah. Tony Parker almost lost his eye because of the Drake Chris Brown kerfuffle going on. But the thing what is. little shitheads. Ugh. Yeah. Well, I mean, bad timing for Tony Parker. Bad, bad club to be in at that point. Uh, and the thing is, though, the the extent of the injury is pretty bad. I mean, they removed the shard of glass, but it did penetrate 99% of his eye. That's not something easy to recover from, and he's going to have to have some some very serious surgery for this. Uh, the, I guess the San Antonio Spurs were even quoted as saying that they are very worried about his future. I mean, this is one of the premier point guards in the NBA. This oh, guy's no. potential, you know, if he plays a few more years, he's potentially a Hall of Famer. And his uh, his playing career is technically in kind of jeopardy and on top of that he may not even get to play in the Olympics now because of this and for the French team. He better be suing the shit out of somebody. Well he is. He's suing the owners of the New York City nightclub for $20 million. So he's suing them for $20 million. Um... I don't know how that kind of stuff's worked. Yeah, I'm like, they, is it their fault? Did they allow it to happen? Like, I don't know. Be suing like Chris Brown who or, did it? Yeah, yeah. I, but the thing is, I doubt they can actually prove who did it because I mean, these guys each have huge entourages. It's not like Drake and Chris Brown do anything. It's all their entourages that do that stuff. Ryan has a good point in the chat. He said, "Stupid celebrities going to clubs." I figured he was smarter than that. Seriously, like that seems like a stupid place to be if you're. I don't getting ready to go to the Olympics and going to a. a well, public? it does. That's not it. That's that not isn't a, smart a good move. decision. Yeah, but at the same time, you know you. Well, he should obviously choose which clubs he goes to, but this is probably a very expensive club yeah. to get into. I mean, if all three of those guys and who knows what other celebrities were there, you know, it's probably a very expensive club. It's not like the guy can just go to a normal place, can go out to a normal place. Yeah. You know, I will give him that because of his celebrity. He can't just go hang but out where at the was bar. This? And go was have this in a, LA? Yeah. This was at a New York City club. Oh, there's so many exclusive clubs in New York City. He doesn't need to be hanging out at that. I mean, like, it's yeah. hard. I mean, there's somebody, like, one out of every two clubs you can't get into in New York. Well, I don't know if he's known for being necessarily the brightest of, of guys. But nonetheless, he was there. And, uh, and at the same time, you know, you don't expect to get hit with a shard of glass in your eye. No matter where you are. But yes, that's what's going on. So... It's uh, he's pretty worried about it. the The Spurs are very worried about it. He's going back to San Antonio now for some very special, like special treatment. They're flying in all these doctors to try to treat his eye, but it does sound like he may miss the Olympics because of this. Oh man! Yeah. So Tony Parker, don't go back to those clubs. No, Tony Parker. Doesn't seem like there's ever any good stories that happen from those clubs. I mean, no, never. Plaxico Burris shoots himself, although that's his own. That's his own deal. It. it yeah. 
I mean, if you have that much money, you can probably rent somebody, something out and have your own private club. Although, not to plead for the rich, that probably would get kind of boring at a certain point. You might want to be around some people. Yeah. But, I mean, they're, they can all be around each other. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Rang and Chan in the chat is saying the best doctors are not in San Antonio. <laughs> no, they're, uh, I think they're flying them in. I mean, the Spurs have the money. They fly people in for that kind of thing. Uh, moving on to ball talk. Here's another idiot. Terrell Owens cannot get out of the news right now, no matter what he does, despite himself. So Terrell Owens, just on a downward spiral, this guy. you know, Probably a <laughs> Hall of Famer, NFL player. Still not good enough to play anymore. He was the guy that got cut from the Alamo whatever the Al- or Alamo Butlers or something like that. I don't know. Some some team in Texas. Some uh, minor, minor, minor like USFL team. Mm-hmm. Not a real football team, hardly. And got cut from them and then he they made him pay them back after they cut him. Well, now, allegedly, there's a woman shopping some special pictures of the two. So Terrell Owens is on Twitter quite a bit and I guess he met this woman on Twitter which is always a great way to start off a relationship, meeting someone online on Twitter. And after several conversations, the two decided to meet on Skype. And at that point, (laughs) allegedly from this source, they engaged in a cybersexual relationship. Cybersexual? Cybersexual relationship. Oh, boy. Um, And I guess while they were doing this, so they were having having an online sex session. And uh, online sex session. <laughs> and of course, with Skype, that is video. And this idiot did this on Skype with some woman he met on Twitter. And naturally, she took some pictures. She took some photos of his, quote, solo sex session. And now she's shopping the pictures around to, to see who wants to buy them. I don't know who would really want to buy those. But I'm sure somebody somewhere would pay... You know, hundred bucks for him or something like that. Uh, but yeah, she she took solo a sex sessions. Solo sex session. So Terrell Owens, you may get to see his dong soon, Sarah. Dong, da dong, dong, dong. May get to see his dong. Oh, I'd look. Well, you may get the chance to do that. Well, Moving on I'm in ball talk. Looking forward to it. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, there's 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 a bit of balls going on. There's a bit of balls going on. Uh, so this has to do with another moron. This has to do with Justin Gatlin. Oh, we're starting the show over again. Sarah's tired Hi. of it, and we're restarting. All right. Could at least give me a heads up so I could have wrapped up ball talk before you <laughs> just, like, cut it off. Cut me off. Let's wrap up these viral balls, Greg. Justin Gatlin is a sprinter for the U.S. Olympic team, and he's a 100-meter sprinter. He won the 100 meters at the Olympic trial, so he's going to the U.S. Olympics. And I remember his name from the last Olympics. He's he's very I remember, good. That's why I wanted you to say who he was, because I remember that name, yeah, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Justin Gatlin. Um, also, though, apparently not very bright. Once again, an athlete who's not very bright. So I talked about this a couple of days ago, about the tie that occurred at the U.S. Olympic trials in Eugene between Allison Felix and Jenna Batarmo. And they're the two two sprinters that tied in the 100 meters at the third spot. Yeah. And only one of them gets to actually compete in that. And they're going to have to either do the coin flip. Or, or the, the race off. Yeah, or yeah. a race off. Well, he went on t- on television and on uh, and Sports Illustrated. Two separate interviews. Claiming how he thinks they should settle oh, the tie. Oh, my God. In the first interview. Yes. He said, I'm voting for a Jell-O wrestling match. 
Red Jello. That's my favorite. This is what he said in an interview. How creepy. Well, and how stupid. You're, a, yeah. you're an Olympic athlete. Which, by the way, there's female athletes in the Olympics, too. I don't know if you're aware of that, Sarah. No. An Olympic athlete who is a sprinter, you don't have a whole lot of options in your sport after you're done. Really, you need to get as many endorsements as possible, mm-hmm. and that's how they're going to make money right now. Like, you know, Nike or whoever, or Adidas or something. You know, you, you have a limited opportunity to garner income based on your athleticism. Okay. You know, unless you're like Carl Lewis, and this guy's not Carl Lewis. So, first, he says that. And then he follows it up by going on Sports Center, and nobody watches Sports Center no. by instead changing it from a Jello wrestling match to saying I'm voting for a mud wrestling match. So he said it once, didn't learn from his mistake, went on to Sports Center, and said it again. So genius. I don't know if he's going to uh, face any kind of a punishment for this. I would think they'd have to do something just to set an example. It's not like he's Charles Barkley. What, what are you laughing about over there? Nothing. That's just, I was just still thinking about the Jello wrestling. Yeah, Jello wrestling. Yeah. Now I'm not saying I wouldn't watch the Jello wrestling match if that were to occur. I'm not saying I wouldn't pay a few American dollars but to watch it. What I'm saying is I wouldn't say it on national television. Justin Gatlin, super genius. Moving on in ball talk. Super. I've got two more uh, two more things I want to talk about. One, this goes back actually to the NBA thing, and I forgot to talk about this. So the uh, NBA draft, of course, on this Thursday, you can watch Sportlandia uh, starting at 1 p.m. on Trailblazers.tv. Yes, it is going to be a long, fun day. Yes, go to sportlandiatv.com to find out about our, our other show. But Anthony Davis, pretty much the consensus number one pick, going to go to the New Orleans Hornets. And he's known not only for his basketball skills, but for his unibrow. He has a unibrow. Mm-hmm. A very prominent one. It's very swoopy, too. It makes like a perfect M. Yeah, and he said that he doesn't want to get rid of it once he gets to the NBA. That's not going to happen. He's going to get rid of that thing. Oh, he totally will. However, since he hasn't actually signed on to a team yet and doesn't realize the power of marketing, he has actually trademarked the phrases fear the brow and raise the brow. Wow. He has trademarked those and told CNBC, I don't want anyone to try to grow a unibrow because of me and then try to make money off it. Me and my family decided to trademark it because it's very unique. I mean, I guess in a way I have to say that is a, a smart economic move. Well, maybe he will keep the trademark it. Then. He's going to get those teeth fixed. It's not going to last long. He's going to get those teeth fixed. Well, he'll get the teeth fixed. Yeah, that's not going to last too long. Yeah. It's like, dude, do you realize once you get once you get into the, you're not gonna want that. No, you're not gonna want that to be the focus. You're gonna want the focus to be you're a good on ball your player. talent, not just like what's wrong with that guy. Yeah, just like how when Jeremy Lin was having his Lin sanity moment and he had that fucking band aid hanging off of his face. Yeah, it's like I, I want to be focusing on you and your talent, not that thing hanging from your chin. Yeah, that band aid was distracting, mm-hmm. and it does. It is one of those things I think about and now. Anytime. His eyebrows are Jeremy Lin band aid. Yeah, yeah, it's just distracting. It's very much, very much the case. All right, and finally, in ball talk, we've got this. So one of the big things at tennis in Wimbledon, which I believe Wimbledon is going on right now, Venus Williams lost in the first round, Sarah, in case you were wondering. Okay. I don't follow tennis too much. But I of don't course, either. one of the things, though, you do notice when you're watching women's tennis is a lot of grunting. Oh, yeah, I remember that from last year, or whenever you played that. 
mm-hmm. squealing girls. Mm-hmm. Well, the All England Club, which I guess puts on Wimbledon, has decided they've come up with a plan to get rid of the noise. They want to get rid of all of the grunting noise. They think that it distracts from what's going on, distracts from people watching. They have a new rule setting acceptable and non-acceptable noise levels based on acoustical data, gathering, data gathering and analysis. So okay. they, they basically they have a machine that's an, uh, that's what's being called as a gruntometer. A gruntometer? Now, the people from the England Club are saying, I'm not going to use that word, said one of the uh, one of the representatives. But that's really what it is. It's what it is. It's a gruntometer to where they're going to mark how loud it is and then give warnings based upon how loud some of the women are. And just for an example, wow. I did decide I, I do have something here. This is just, just an example of what some of the noises can be like. That's Maria Sharapova and Serena Williams. For that turn to one, one by Wozniak. I think that girl's my favorite. Okay, that's like the creepiest thing you've ever said. Well, I don't mean it like the that. The howling girl's my favorite. <laughs> oh, I like the noises she makes. Not really. No, it's kind of terrifying, actually. Well, there we go, anyway. Hey, that just reminded me of my friends upstairs. There we go. Possibly no more screaming in women's tennis at Wimbledon. That concludes this edition of Ball Talk. Okay, that's enough. (laughs) Really, I just wanted to play it long enough to see if you would ask me to stop. (laughs) Okay, let's take a break. All right, we'll take a break here. We'll be back in a minute with more Fun Employment Radio. Do you have some more World of Crazy and stuff like that? Sure, yeah. Yes, indeed. Absolutely. All right, we'll be back in a moment. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. I'm Al Sparks. You shouldn't get podcasts for free because you get too much joy out of it. So stop being a dick and give them a dollar. <laughs> Done. You know, pay it fucking forward, people. I'm giving them each a dollar before I leave, and I was on the goddamn show. I provided content, and I'm paying for what they're doing. Thank you for tuning in to Fun Employment Radio. He's coming back soon, isn't he? Yeah, I think so. And, uh, I think in a few weeks or like sometime in July. Yes, I believe he is. Oh, sometime my soon. Um, speaking of that, too, we want to remind everybody, too, if you enjoy our podcast, mm-hmm. don't forget that you can spread the word of our show by uh, just sharing it with your friends. You can follow us on Twitter, Fun Emp Radio, or on Facebook, where our handle is Fun Employment Radio. And uh, you can also find us in the iTunes store. Leave a, leave a nice review. 
a positive you, review and so click some stars on there. So maybe some five stars. stars. And uh, it helps us out a lot. It sure does. And we appreciate everything. Yeah. Uh, before you even start, I do have to say with what are World you of Crazy, at? Kenny seriously just sent me another picture of animal testicles. Why is he sending you that? Greg is not kidding, by the way. This is the second one in less than 24 hours. First one was a cow. This appears to be a horse. Ew. And both times, a hand is holding them. I'm not sure what's going on with that guy. Yes, Kenny B is sending me animal testicles. There we go. That's really disturbing. Yep, sure is. And it's not just animal testicles, it's somebody holding them? Is it Kenny holding them? I'm not sure. I don't want to know, and I don't want to read too much into it. Hello, my friends. My name is Sarah X. Dillon. Welcome to my world of crazy. Welcome to my world of crazy. Crazy. First up. All right, Greg, I know that you have been really sad now that the Queen's Diamond Jubilee is over. I know oh, that I have is, been so upset about this. It because has made you quite upset. I constantly am looking for more news about the Queen of England. Of about course this you old do. La- the rich old lady. And I just have not found enough information about that. Oh, yes. And I mean no uh, no offense to anyone who falls under the British monarchy. I'm talking to you, Canadians, Australians, New Zealanders. Mm. Uh, but, uh, you know, that's kind of your deal. Not well, really that excited. Get this. So Britain's landmark... Big Ben. Yes. Is set to be renamed the Queen Elizabeth Tower. Seriously? They are renaming renaming Big Ben. Okay, I know I really have no right to get upset because (laughs) I just complained about how it's an English thing and I shouldn't care, but now I care. I changed my mind. (coughs) They are naming, they are renaming Big Ben, built in 1859. The 96-meter-high neo-Gothic tower featuring four gilded clock faces, which chimes the famous bongs heard around London's Whitehall government district. They will now be changing it from Big Ben to Big Beth. That... To what? Well, I was just saying that as a oh, Big Beth. gotcha. Okay, now But Elizabeth me. Tower to mark Queen Elizabeth's 60th year on the pr- a throne. Why? Why are they doing that? That's the announcement like, follows four days of celebrations earlier this month to mark the 86-year-old Queen's Diamond Jubilee. For being rich and powerful. Or, well, I mean, I guess that is how you get things named after yourself. But still, really? Is this this is a true story? They're changing the name story. of Big Ben. True story to uh, Big Ben to Elizabeth Tower. The House of Commons, or the Parliament uh, Commission, welcomed the proposal to rename the clock tower. You know who the proposal probably was from? Queen Elizabeth. Oh, shocking information. Yeah, because they welcomed the proposal to rename the clock tower Elizabeth Tower in recognition of Her, Her Majesty the Queen's Diamond Jubilee. And will arrange for Congratulations on being old. <laughs> ...to be implemented in an appropriate manner in due course. <sighs> the Prime Minister says, I think it's a fitting tribute to the Queen and her service she has given to our country in this jubilee year. There will be no more Big Ben. It shall be wiped from history and shall henceforth be known as Elizabeth Tower. Wow. 
Imagine if they started doing that over here. The Statue of Liberty gets changed. Oh, just somebody for being famous and rich. Or like when they changed 39th Avenue to mm-hmm. Cesar Chavez Boulevard. Totally on that same level. Not any any way, shape, or form, really. 82nd Avenue but. to the Avenue of Roses? Yes. Well, yes. This made me laugh. I guess it's a, a few days old, but I hadn't seen this before. So in other news, it's Game of Thrones news. So did you know, Greg? Now, I won't ruin this in case anyone hasn't seen it. Everyone... Pretty much everyone has seen it. But there's a there's a significant character at the end of the first season that is killed off. And when this person is killed, their head is separated from their body and placed on a spike. True. And that happens to a lot of people in Game mm-hmm. of Thrones. Supposedly now, HBO is doing some massive backpedaling because the head on the spike from this individual used was not a random face. But it, in fact, was a rubber mask of George W. Bush. <laughs> really? It's it's the prominently featured one was the prominently featured head of <laughs> the person that's killed at the end of season one is in fact one George W. Bush's face. So now HBO is in a little bit of trouble and they're backpedaling. Uh, the creators David Beninoff and DB Weiss um, are making profuse apologies, saying that they meant no respect because supposedly I guess they make mention of the fact. On their uh, DVD commentary. Oh, um, mistake. That it was, in fact, a George W. Bush face mask. Whoopsie daisy. Yes. After the kerfuffle, HBO pulled the episode from its streaming service, which I guess it was on HBO Go when they were making these comments, uh, as well as iTunes, and the shipments of the first season DVD were stopped. Dude, my parents have that right now. Your Let's parents are watching Game of Thrones? Yeah, my when I went to visit them, my dad because they hadn't started watching it, my dad's like, oh, do you want to watch it? I'm like, no, 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 no. Wow. I don't want to see people being beheaded and raped with my parents. No, thank you. Yeah, it'd be more the raping. I don't think I'd want to watch that with my... No, my well, no, now no, the episode no, is right. back online, and they actually changed the head. And it's a new look, so it's a non, uh, non-threatening, non-scandalous prop head that has been placed in place of the George W. Bush head. Wow. Florida with trees, Dateline, Portland, Oregon. Yeah, Oregon. Police say a 50-year-old Oregon woman is in hot water because of her relationship baggage, but it's not the emotional kind. Oh, God. Cola J. McGrath was arrested for trespassing after workers at her boyfriend's downtown Portland apartment complex discovered the man was sneaking Miss Cola sneakily right back into the building by stuffing her into a large rolling suitcase and sneaking her in on the elevator. She was banned from the building last year. This is why he's sneaking her in. She was banned from the building last year for breaking a fire extinguisher case during an argument. A la so, Mari Stoudemire style? Yes, exactly. So I yeah. think that um, this smart young man who lives in downtown Portland, Oregon, decided what better way to sneak my girlfriend into my apartment building than stuffing her into a suitcase and wheeling her in. Is there a picture of this young woman and man? Um, well, her name is Cola J. McGrath. Cola? K-O-L-A. J. McGrath. I'm going to change my name to Vanilla. <laughs> Officers then searched 52-year-old Curtis T. Lowe's apartment and found Cola McGrath. Oh! Hiding in the closet. I have seen a picture of Cola McGrath now. She is quite the catch. Wow! And there's a picture of the suitcase as well. This is not a... It's 
It's not an extremely large suitcase, although she doesn't look like she's a very large woman. Looks like uh, perhaps some kind of substance she's used has taken away some of the... Has eaten away at some of the marrow? Perhaps a little bit. Maybe a lot. Wow, that is that is one way. That must have been one hell of a party she wanted to get I know the story's totally old, but you know what? It's fine. Okay. It's still as relevant as it was. Well, I didn't know about it. Exactly. Well, and finally, instead of a penis story, I have a boob story. Mother of three, Kylie Hudson, says... The boob implants I longed for exploded... And now I'm terrified my new ones will be rejected, too. Kylie Hudson thought she'd done all the research for all the risks when she finally had that boob job that she'd always dreamt of for years and years. The mother of three had been so flat-chested she did not even have a cup size, and after the operation she was overjoyed to be a 34D. But weeks later... Wow, that's that's quite a difference. From nothing, <laughs> from nothing to, to 34D. <laughs> but weeks Hi, everybody. <laughs> Uh, you look kind of a little bit different there, Cindy. Did she try to pass it off like nothing happened? Like, no big deal? No big deal. What are you looking at my chest for? Well, I can I can get into that in just a minute. But okay. weeks later, just before going on vacation, so she could flaunt around in a bikini for the first time in her life, the implants exploded! Distressed, Kylie, 27 years old, says, My body literally exploded! Now she has been told her body may also reject replacement implants, leaving her with just flaps of empty skin. Oh, it's even worse than when it started, huh? Wow. The part-time singer had mistakenly checked out cosmetic surgery companies and the best quality implants and tracked down a highly skilled surgeon for just 4,000 pounds in the UK. Kylie says, though, now I'm living a nightmare for anyone who's had a boob job to just get big boobs. I would say think very seriously about the risks. I am devastated. I'm sure she is with her flaps of skin. Well, 34 double, that's a lot to stuff under Mm. something, I would think. That seems like a, you know. Surgeons had to. If I were to get 34 double Ds, that would be be a very, you'd have to stretch out a lot of skin. That's a lot of skin stretching. That's a lot of skin stretching. That's a lot of skin stretching. That's all I'm saying. Uh, Surgeons had to exchange both implants, which were rejected from her body by exploding. Rejected. And to remove them, they had to be cut out. And she was given 310 stitches total. I don't know a lot about stitches, but it seems to be a lot of stitches. That's a lot of stitches. That's that's a big tear. Kylie says, rather than the bikini I dreamt of, I'll now have to cover up my hundreds of stitches and wear supportive underwear. She's been pining for curves ever since she was a teen and believed implants would be the uh, would be the answer. Maybe she should have just started off a little slower. So, do you know what chicken uh, fillets are? Like the fake, yes. the fake like chicken. Like, wait, am I like chicken breasts? Yeah, but like chicken, like the like the fake breasts that uh, that women like will wear sometimes and make them look like they're more well endowed than they are. We gotta start from the beginning on that. I don't have no idea. That's they're called. Well, they're nicknamed chicken fillets, and they're like about. They're like yay big, and you stick them into your bra to make your breasts look bigger than they actually are. But they're kind they're of like called jelly. chicken fillets. Mm-hmm. Seriously. On top of that, by the way, that's pretty much the chicken equivalent. Chicken cutlets. Chicken cutlets. Chicken cutlets. That's pretty much the equivalent of stuffing a cucumber down your pants. That's false advertising. But there's no difference between that. Everyone's yelling. There's no different b- difference cutlets. between that. <laughs> 
In the story, I'm gonna I'll correct it because it says chick, chicken fillets here, but it is of course from the UK. So, all right, chicken cutlets. Kylie revealed. So people wouldn't see such a dramatic change when she got her breast implants. That she wore chicken cutlets 24 hours a day, even in bed. She wore them so much they were giving her sores. But Why I don't put- say that in your sexy voice. <laughs> they were giving her sores. But I shores. couldn't put cream on my sores as it would stop them from sticking to my chest. Wait, so they're like, they're like a sticky, like a scotch tape thing you stick on No, there? you usually can just like, st- I think you stick them inside of your bra. And then they're like jelly-like. And then, or like they're, I don't know. I've never had them. They're like, I don't know. They're kind of like gummy. Okay. They're like gummy and then you stick them in and they're supposed to look and feel more like real breasts. like silly putty? Not like silly putty. It's like shiny, like gel. Like foot, like like, uh, shoe insoles. And you stick them onto your chest. Yeah, but they're shaped like like boobs. boobs. They're shaped like boobs. Really? Yeah. Is this what a lot of women do? I, I know people who have done them. It's false advertising. I'm just saying. So, well, I guess she got punished for it because she couldn't put cream on her sores as it would stop her, her well. chicken cutlets from sticking. So uh, her flare put the cream on my sores anymore. What kind of my fake titties. All right, so she ended up getting the surgery, being boosted to a 34 double D. Um, but just six weeks later, it all went wrong. And this is paying you back for... Or this is paying me back for all the penis stories I give to you. This is horrible. Did it happen all at once or was it a slow tear? One exploded and then the other one did the next day. But just six weeks later, it all went terribly wrong. Kylie says, I got out of the shower and my left boob literally exploded. Oh. A hole opened in the incision. And yellow fluid fired out and flowed constantly out of my breast for over a minute. She tried to get replacement implants and they did not take. She said she cannot begin to describe how... Why didn't they take? Because her body's rejecting them. Kylie is now going to try again. She has another four weeks to wait before she knows if the new implants, if she can get another set of new implants. While she's waiting for her implants, she warns others not to get breast implant surgery. Even though she is waiting to get breast implant surgery. Is it just, is it, is what's there, is it kind of like when someone really large loses a lot of weight and then they have the extra fold of skin? Is that what's like flapping down in there? I I'm just, I'm kind of curious. I'm, I'm whispering for some reason that way. I just don't seem offensive, but I'm, I'm really curious what's going on there. I don't know. Kind of like she rolls them up and then. Chicken cutlets. What would women think if men did start doing that? Oh, what, like... Do men do that? Oh, I don't know. Well, like, stuff, I thought, like, men shoved, like, socks in their crotches or something to try and look I, more Well, I've never done girthy. this. 
but I of course I, you I, haven't, Greg. I did for courage. I guess I did for that, but, but that's because it was funny. Um, oh God! I just found the most horrible story. Oh God! Is it going to have to do something that's going to upset me? No. Okay. I'm just not even going to read the story. I'm just going to read the headline. And then that's going to be it because my stomach is growling so loud it's like drowning out my talking. And finally, a baby was born with a penis on its forehead. That concludes your world of crazy. What? You're just going to leave it with that? Yes. New definition to give it some head. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Tomorrow on Fun Employment Radio. A whole shitload of people. We will be joined by Sean Jordan, Shane Torres, and Ian Carmel, and possibly Ron Funches. Oh my God. Yeah, Ron may be coming in too. (laughs) We don't have enough chairs. Uh, We'll figure it out. We'll figure it all out. But yes, uh, at least three of those four will be joining us tomorrow here on Fun Employment Radio. And uh, Sarah and I will not need to talk for half hour. Nope. Um, so that's happening tomorrow at noon right here on FunEmploymentRadio.com. Please go to FunEmploymentRadio.com slash contest and enter the contest to win a pair of tickets to go see Willie Nelson September 6th at the Sleep Country Amphitheater. And you can... Uh, you, you can uh, enter it right now. Just basically take a picture... Of a bandana and braids, fashion them however you want. Creativity is encouraged, so completely don't stress out about that. It's it's whatever you come up with. Creativity is what we're going to judge it on, and then place it on something. On we'll something. Take some pictures. We've had several pictures of dogs that have been sent in. We've had Stuffed a picture animals. of uh, yeah, some kind of a metal face. Yeah, some sort of sculpture thing. Yeah, creativity, it's creativity, creativity. We're yeah. Seriously, have fun with it. Have fun with it. Send it in. And if you want to go to our Facebook page, I've put up a couple of them yeah. that people have sent in. So you can check those out. Yeah. So please do that and enter in to win a pair of tickets. Seriously, this thing is going to be awesome. And I plan on going to the show. I mean, oh, yeah. I may have to, I may be buying tickets myself mm-hmm. and I, I don't even care. Didn't they go on I'm sale on Saturday? It. They go on sale on yeah. Saturday. Yeah. Okay. So you have a chance to win tickets, you know, now. So start putting those in and uh, send those into info at funemploymentradio.com and get entered into the contest. We're having a lot of fun with it. And, we want all this to work out. We're just telling you guys. So, uh, yes, tomorrow on the show, as we said, those, those guys will be here. Send us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. And thank you to everyone for listening to our program. Yes. We're very grateful. Absolutely. Grateful. Uh, Thursday morning will be a special earlier morning show since we're going to be out at the practice facility for the Trailblazers for draft day. Mm. So, for Sportlandia and all that. So, we'll uh, get you all the detailed information. About yes, those but tomorrow things. will be will be a, a lot of a show. Indeed, plenty of show tomorrow. Plenty of show. Plenty of show. Blah, blah. Blah. No, let's Blah. not make those noises. Let's really not do that. All right, everyone. Thank you so much for tuning in. We'll be back tomorrow with a whole cavalcade of crazy, right here on Fun Employment Radio. Come. Eins, zwei, drei.